0: Hi, this is Joe Sheree. I am the host of this podcast, My Hypothyroidism Journey. Did you know that you can support my podcast? There are three different levels that you can support my podcast. We have a ninety-nine percent. Per month contribution, we have a $4.99 per month contribution, and we have a $9.99 per month contribution. Welcome to this episode of my hypothyroidism journey. I want to thank everybody who is tuned in to this podcast and continues to listen to it. Um, I wanted to share with you, real quick, before I dive into what I want to talk about today. Um, I wanted to share with you some of the episodes that are doing really well this week or on this podcast. Um. I want to share with you that I have my most popular episode is risk factors for hypothyroidism part one I've had over a thousand plays on that episode alone and I am really really proud of that Uh, my journey the beginning and Progress as 675. Thyroid, what it is and what it does. 668. How to diagnose hypothyroidism. 471. Introducing my hypothyroidism journey. 411. Hypothyroidism seasonal affective disorder. 356. And my welcome back episode from last week as 57 plays so far so um, my risk factors for hypothyroidism part one has 1302 plays so I'm really really super happy about that and I appreciate everybody that has tuned in and listened to my podcasts you guys are greatly appreciated Uh, You can listen to my podcast on Anchor. And you can also listen to me on... Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Overcast. Pocket Casts. Radio Public. And Spotify. You can also support my podcast at 99 cents a month 499 a month and 999 a month uh, basically your contribution just helps keep uh, keeps my internet going so that I can continue to do what I do at home um, and also help with equipment and whatnot that I don't necessarily have a access to. Um, The other thing I did is I went ahead and I updated my cover art on my podcast. And I think maybe that might have a little bit of something to do with the increase in listenership. Um, It it pops a little bit more and and it kind of says what I want it to say a little bit better than the other. I got to kind of looking at the uh, previous cover art that I had designed versus some of the other cover art that I've been looking at on other podcast platforms. And I decided that mine needs to kind of pop. It doesn't really stand out. So now I have a better handle, I think, on how to stand out a little bit more on the different podcasting platforms um you know we all get kind of uh sometimes we all kind of get in a mindset of what the heck and um i kind of been feeling that the last couple of weeks um i've been kind of seeing my weight a little go up here and there and I've I've been trying to go back and think, well, what am I doing differently, and what what do I need to scale back on, and I just, um, I don't know at this point. Um, This is another reason why I wanted to do these podcasts, is because it helps keep me accountable to myself, and... Um, it it just helps me overall, um, and it's it's stuff I can go back and listen to, and I can kind of think, well, um, well, this is what was working for me then, and what is not working, and this is where I need to make some tweaks at. Um, I have... Really tried hard to watch what I eat. Uh, there's a lot of pitfalls when you're hypothyroid that you have to really avoid. Um, mine is soy for sure. Soy is an inflammatory on the thyroid, so I try to avoid it as much as I can. Um, I read labels extensively when I go to the store and if it says no soy then I try to get stuff that doesn't have soy in it um, if it says made with soybean oil soy lecithin, or just soy in general um, or made in uh, the vicinity of products that have been made with soy, I avoid it altogether because I don't want to take any chances. Um, The other thing is you want to avoid sugar if you're hypothyroid. uh, That's reading labels, looking how much sugar is in products. Um, There's sugar in everything we eat. Um, pasta sauce, uh, tortilla shells, chips, the whole nine yards. And, um, you, you have to watch that. Uh, the other thing that unfortunately I have to watch is fats and cholesterol because, of uh, being hypothyroid, the, uh, My cholesterol levels have been uh, out of whack for a few years now. I'm on cholesterol medicine for that as well. Um, And I'm also on medicine for depression. I'm on sertraline at, at 75 milligrams a dose every day. So my routine is I get up and I take my medicine and... I have to wait about an hour before I can eat uh, to allow the thyroid medicine to metabolize in my system. And then I can eat. Now, people tell you, some people will say that you should take your thyroid medicine at night and then that way you can just get up and eat first thing. Um, I've done this so long that I... Can honestly say, I don't want to screw up my routine because once you get on a routine, it's really important to stay on it. I found, um, and I know when I've gotten off of it, I can feel it, I, I kind of feel a little run down, and I don't like that feeling. Um, going back to the foods. Um, One of the foods that I kind of liked growing up, but I wasn't a huge fan about it, uh, was zucchini. Zucchini is a very f- thyroid-friendly vegetable. So, we've been eating a lot of zucchini in my house. Carrots are another one. I eat a lot of carrots. Uh, I eat... Uh, I don't eat cabbage. I uh, I gave up coleslaw, uh, raw cabbage, and raw cauliflower. Um, I well I don't eat cauliflower, broccoli, and that kind of food anyway. I I just I can't handle it. I don't. I've never liked it, so I don't eat it. Um, the other thing that uh i try to pay attention to is um well okay let me back up (laughs) i am severely addicted to diet pepsi i have been since uh i was a teenager uh it's... I can't explain it. It's the only thing that gets me going in the morning. Uh I've tried coffee. Coffee doesn't do anything for me. I've tried tea. Tea doesn't do anything for me. Um, I just... Diet Pepsi just the only thing that gets me going in the morning. And so I'll sit there in the morning and, and I'll have my Diet Pepsi. Um the the one big thing I don't eat is bread I've given up bread Uh, I have not had bread in about two to three years Um, bread's got made with soy lectithin which is a filler and uh, so I, I don't eat bread. And I've, I've looked and it is really hard to find bread that does not have that in it. And so I just decided it was best if I just gave it up altogether. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, let's see. What else do I avoid? Um, chocolate. I had to give up chocolate. All the chocolate out there that I look at in the stores, it all's got made with soybean oil, soy lecithin, both, or you know, I it's just, just one of those things I don't want to risk, so I don't use it anymore. I, I don't eat it anymore. Um, I have found one time uh, somebody gave me some chocolate, and it didn't have soy lecithin in it. It was some dark chocolate. And I milked that for about a month, and um, now I don't have it anymore. And I really need to find out where he got it from. Uh, I don't have chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream anymore. Uh, I don't have uh, what is it? Um, the the peanut butter Reese's peanut butter cups ice cream. I don't drink. I don't eat that uh I also don't eat um, well anything that is like a cookie dough or caramel even caramel's got soy in it soy lecithin or whatever I don't understand that so um, caramel and chocolate and graham crackers so I don't eat I don't eat s'mores I'll have the marshmallows when people make s'mores. But that's it. Marshmallows don't have soy in it. Um, The. Chips. Chips are a. Uh, landmine. Um, a lot of the chips. Are made with soybean oil. Now. I have found some Kroger ba- brand corn chips that are made with sunflower or, uh, yeah, sunflower oil. Or, so I I'll sit there and I'll eat those. And I have to watch that though because corn is kind of a, a little bit of an inflammatory on the thyroid. But um, I at least do the corn chips in moderation. Um, Trying to think of what else is out there that no longer has a home. Oh, uh, I love Daddy Hinkle seasoning. I'm not. This is not a plug for them. It's just one of the things that I use in the kitchen. Uh, it comes in a combination thing with the sprinkle, and then the liquid marinade the liquid marinade has soy in it so the liquid marinade stays in my cupboard i've got about four or five bottles of it sitting in my cupboard and i need to just give it up to uh one of the food pantries here in town and let them have it um the i i I use the the meat sprinkle stuff I use it on all of my meat it's great um, stuffing I don't have stuffing anymore uh, at the at Thanksgiving it's got soy in it I was disappointed to find that out because I really do love stuffing my this the stovetop stuffing I love it uh, tuna. Surprisingly, you have to watch your tuna. Because tuna and water, some brands of tuna and water, have soybean oil in it. And I'm like, if it's packed in water, why does it need to have soybean oil in it? That makes no sense. So, I have to watch tuna. Mayonnaise. Uh, have to really watch mayonnaise because it's also made with soybean oil or soy some variation of soy products. I'm telling you it is a veritable landmine out there when you're really trying to actively cut stuff out of your life. uh, A lot of your dressings have soy bean or are made with soybean oil. Uh, I have found a balsamic vinaigrette made by Ken's dressing company that is really good that is made with nothing but olive oil and so um I really enjoyed it uh I've actually discovered a lot of new likes since becoming hypothyroidism or becoming hypothyroid um Let's go back to ice cream for a second. Uh, The only ice cream that I eat is vanilla ice cream or strawberry. Strawberries are really good for uh, the thyroid. Uh, It's a thyroid-friendly fruit. Um, Pineapple is another one. I eat a lot of pineapple. I eat a lot of bananas, apples. Um, Let's see what else. Grapes. Kiwi. Um, I I didn't think that I was going to enjoy eating pineapple as much as I do. I love pineapple, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I always thought pineapple was one of those that you eat sparingly, like it was a holiday kind of food, but I eat it quite a bit. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is just really imperative that you pay attention to what goes in your stomach. Um, and in looking at the scale, I actually weighed myself when I came before I came today um, to record, and it's kind of inching up a little bit. It's been at 163 for a while, and I'm trying to go back and retrace my steps and think of about what I've been eating that I maybe need to cut back on, and I'm probably gonna have to take about a month and record everything that I eat and kind of look at it and really analyze what my patterns are. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. So, anyway, um, don't give up. Um, because this can be manageable and um if you give up then you're going to get you're you're going to feel like crap more than you already than you know than you would if you didn't keep going and you know there's when I step on the scale and I see what I'm... Uh, see that that number. I try not to let it get me down. Um, I just... Think that, okay... I can do this. I can make the adjustments where I need to. And then go from there so with that being said i'm going to close this episode out and i again i appreciate everybody coming along on my journey with me and i appreciate all of the listeners out there thank you so much for tuning in and uh, continuing to tune in and I encourage you to continue to listen and support my podcast and I want to wish everybody a good day and have a fantastic week thank you